Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to the Inspired Mind Podcast with Ella Victoria. Hello everyone, welcome back to the podcast. I hope you guys have all had a great week. I can't believe I'm up to episode 10 of the podcast. It's gone by so quickly and if you did listen to the first episode of this season, you'll know that I'm doing things a little bit differently now that I've relaunched and I'm going to do 13 episodes for this season and then I'll come back after a bit of a break but I just thought it was a great way for me to actually structure the podcast because that way I actually give myself some intentional time to go away and reflect on how it's going and think of some ways that I can improve it and I'm already thinking that next season I'd really like to have some guests on because in the past before I relaunched I had frequent guests on the podcast and I loved it but I decided that for this season I wanted to just do solo episodes one to kind of get back into the swing of things but also because Honestly, I was a bit scared and I had a little bit of anxiety about interviewing people because it can be a little bit intimidating, but that's my own, I guess, like anxieties and I've come a long way with that. So I feel ready to get some more people back on the podcast and I just miss it. I miss having that opportunity to sit down and chat with people and ask them questions, I guess, unapologetically, because you have that time to pick their brain and learn something from them. So if you have any guests that you would like me to interview, please let me know. But that is something that you can expect in the next season. And honestly, just even having my friends on, that sounds like so much fun to me because we can all just like bounce off of each other and just have a nice conversation because sometimes it's kind of hard chatting on my own. Like my thoughts can go in so many different directions when I'm just sitting here holding conversation by myself. And it's honestly a lot when you're doing solo episodes to not be able to stop and take a breath and just regroup your thoughts. So I think it will be nice to have some guests on in the future, but please do let me know your thoughts. I do love the solo episodes as well, but I think it would be nice to mix things up. But anyway, let's catch up on the week and chat about what's been inspiring me as we always do at the beginning of every episode. And this week, honestly, nothing really majorly stood out that's been inspiring me. And I was having a think about it before. And I think a reoccurring theme for this past week has been friendship for me. And I feel like my personal life lately has been thriving, which is quite nice. And I've been putting a lot more time into my friendships and I've had some really fun, good quality time with my friends lately, which makes me so happy. And I just find that when I'm around them, I feel so much more inspired. I have very like-minded friends. Not all of them do the exact same thing for work as me, but everyone's kind of like on the same page and we all kind of do something a bit similar. Like we're all in the creative space and I just feel so inspired after being around them. We always just catch up on life, but just bounce ideas around as well. And they're just so uplifting and encouraging. And I just think that surrounding yourself with the right people can have such an impact on your everyday life. Like it's crazy how different I feel after I spent time with my friends and 
they are just the right people for me to be around. You know, I've really found my circle and I'm just so grateful for them. So this morning I actually went for coffee with my friend Jess and we've both been going through, I guess, some similar hurdles lately. And it was nice to sit down and debrief and just chat about life and give each other some guidance, but also just listen to each other. And I just felt so much better after chatting to her and I guess sharing my thoughts with someone else because it's a lot sometimes keeping everything in your head and you know, you'd be surprised how many other people relate to how you're feeling, especially when you talk to people who are similar ages to you. So I think your friendships are so valuable. I think I appreciate my friendships even more now that I'm older because I feel like I connect with them on a deeper level. And we're not just friends, I guess, because of circumstances like school and just being in the same environment. We're like chosen friends and it's almost like chosen family. And I just wanted to, I guess, dedicate this week to chatting about that at the start of the episode because my friends really, really do inspire me. And I just wanted to remind you guys that you are the subject of the top five people that you surround yourself with. So make sure you choose those people wisely because they rub off on you and you want to make sure that the people that you surround yourself with are the people who bring out the best in you. So in saying that, an exciting thing happened with one of my friends this week. So my friend Emma is actually getting married next year and she asked me and Sienna, one of my other really good friends, to be her bridesmaid. And oh, I'm so excited. Such an honor. It's my first time ever being asked to be someone's bridesmaid. And so we went shopping for her wedding dress last week, which was my first time ever doing that as well. So I really feel like I've entered a new phase of life. Like this is so exciting that one of my best friends is getting married. And I just feel like I'm surrounded by weddings and stuff at the moment. Like so many people I know are getting married and I went to a wedding the other week and it's just such a fun season of life. I feel like you go through so many different phases and I'm just really loving this season right now so I just wanted to chat about that because I guess this podcast kind of documents different stages of my life and what I'm going through so that's something really exciting that happened this week but honestly that's my little weekly recap what's been inspiring me and now let's get into this week's episode which I have so much to say on. I'm really, really excited to chat about this topic. So we are going to be chatting all about how to stay focused on your goals and avoid shiny object syndrome. Now, I had never heard of shiny object syndrome until last week. And some of you might not even know what this is still. And when I first heard this, I was like, oh, this just means that you like materialistic things. I don't know. That's what my first thought went to, but it turns out that's not necessarily what it means. So shiny object syndrome is a continual state of distraction brought on by an ongoing belief that there is something new worth pursuing. It often comes at an expense of what's already planned or underway. And I can relate to this a lot. So basically how this all kind of came about and how this topic came up for me was when I was at my acting class last week. If you guys didn't know, I'm currently doing acting classes and I've just started a new block. So I've had the same teacher for the past nearly four weeks, I think. And every single week she's asked us at the start of the lesson, what our goals currently are and how we've been working on them that week and what our goals are for the following week. And it really stumps me sometimes. I'm like, oh, I, I honestly don't know. And I guess I try and apply these goals to acting. And I was chatting to her just about how I've honestly just been struggling to balance everything lately and find time for it all because I kind of have my toes dipped in multiple ponds. Is that the saying? I always get confused. I've got my fingers in a few pies. I 
don't know the saying, but basically I do quite a few things and I love that I'm a multifaceted person. I love that about working for myself. I have so many different interests, but sometimes I think that it can give me a little bit of shiny object syndrome because I can always be tempted to be doing more and I always want to be doing the new thing and stay up to date. And sometimes that can really make me distracted and forget to focus on what's important. And I just, yeah, get distracted from my goals. And my teacher really identified this when I was chatting to her about my week. And I was like, honestly, I have found it hard to work on everything. And she said, oh, it sounds like you've got a bit of shiny object syndrome. And I was like, what's that? And I don't think she got too into detail about what it was in the lesson, but I came home and I honestly reflected on it a lot. And I did my own research because I was like, what is this? And just from what she had said in class, I was like, yeah, I really resonate with that. I do sometimes feel like I have to do it all and I find it hard to prioritize things. So I decided in my own time to do some research into this and do a whole podcast episode on it because I actually think that this is something that a lot of people can relate to purely because of social media these days. And we are constantly being influenced by people. And, you know, my job is to be an influencer, so it's a bit ironic, but it can be overwhelming. It can be overwhelming when there's so much marketing going on around us and we're being influenced left, right, and center online. And I'm not saying that these things that we're being influenced to do are even bad. A lot of these products that are being recommended to us are good. And a lot of these experiences that we attempted to do are good, but sometimes it can be distracting and it can tempt us to do things that don't necessarily align with our goals. And that's where shiny object syndrome is kind of detrimental. And I think it's so great that the opportunities are endless these days because of social media, but it can be a little bit overwhelming when we're seeing all of these things out there. And sometimes we can get FOMO and feel like we should be doing certain things when in actual fact, we don't have to be. And if it doesn't align with our goals, then in fact, we probably shouldn't be doing that thing. I think This is a new thing that we're all having to learn and it's going to be something that we learn over time, but we don't have to say yes to everything. We can actually say no. A lot of the time, these things that we're tempted by are just quick fixes and are things that give us a quick dopamine hit, but later on don't fulfill us in the same way. And I think that's another reason why shiny object syndrome isn't a good thing because We bounce around to the newest trend and the newest idea and we'll try out these things and be excited about them and it will give us a dopamine hit for a minute and then we'll get bored of them and it's not going to be fulfilling us long term. And overall, sometimes these things are just a distraction and a quick fix and just actually distract us from what we should be focusing on. And overall, it can make us feel a little bit confused about what we want because we're so distracted and when we're not focusing on just one thing we can end up feeling burnt out and I often feel like this myself I feel like I am constantly in a state of overwhelm and I think it's just because of my job and being online and I've had to kind of set strict boundaries with myself around what I want to do and how often I want to post on certain platforms because I could quite easily put more and more pressure on myself to keep up and do more, but I know that it's not sustainable for me and I have my boundaries and that's what I'm going to stick to. And I know my limits and I don't necessarily need to take on more and do more to prove myself and 
get that instant gratification because sometimes it's just overload and you just kind of need to remember to focus on what's in front of you and stop getting distracted by these other things that are going on. Sometimes I think it's easy to see other people doing things and think, that other people are doing so much more than you and that you need to keep up with their workload, but you don't know what could be going on behind the scenes and you don't have to take on more projects just because somebody else is. You only have to do what's manageable for you and what aligns with your current goals because I think that if you're just doing things because of FOMO and because you feel like you should be doing something, that's not the right reason and you're going to feel burnt out and it's not going to be sustainable. So some examples of shiny objects include the latest productivity app or gadget that promises to revolutionize your... How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Workflow, a new diet, exercise, or self-help regime that promises to transform your body or mind, a hot trend or meme that everyone seems to be talking about, A shiny new project or idea that seems exciting and promising, but may not align with your long-term goals or values. And I'm not saying that these things are bad, but it's important to identify that these things are short-term. They're not necessarily long-lasting. Trends come and go, and the way things are marketed these days can make you feel like you need to have something, and if you don't have it, you're going to be missing out. But that's not necessarily the case. And we're so on autopilot to almost not even second guess these things sometimes, but we need to get into the habit of like actually questioning ourselves before we get into the habit of taking on a new idea and project because we feel like we're behind if we don't do that thing. I think it's also important to question the trends that are going around and whether it actually aligns with us or if we're just jumping on it because we know it's trendy and By doing that thing, we're going to get some form of instant gratification. So these are questions that I think are really important to ask yourself. So 
I guess overcoming shiny object syndrome, there are a few ways that you can do this. So first of all, I think clarifying your goals and priorities is the main thing. This is going to be so different for everyone, but you've got to think about what matters the most to you and not be influenced by what other people are doing and think about what you want and what aligns with your goals. And it's okay as well to have so many things that you want to do, but prioritize it. Think about what you want to focus on right now. Otherwise it can be quite overwhelming. And sometimes you have to say no to things if they don't align with your current goal and where you're going, because otherwise if you say yes to these things, it can be a distraction and yeah, it's just going to make it harder for you to achieve that one particular goal that you have in mind. Tip number two is to create a focused environment. So minimize distractions by turning off notifications, working in a quiet place and decluttering your workspace. I think our environment can cause so much clutter and head noise sometimes. And this includes our digital environment as well. I think that me going on social media has the biggest impact on my mindset throughout the day. And I know that when I go scrolling, I see other people's stuff and without even knowing it can influence the next decision that I make afterwards. And it can completely change the trajectory of my day just by seeing what somebody else is doing online. So I think it could be really helpful to try and limit going on social media when I'm trying to actually get work done and in my breaks do something else instead because otherwise it can be so easy to get FOMO and go on your phone and see someone else doing another task and be like oh maybe I should do that but really that's not necessarily what you should be doing you know what you should be doing and focusing on and it's nice to get inspiration but put it in the ideas bucket write it down and you can come back to it. You don't necessarily have to do that thing right now. It can be overwhelming. And that's what I have struggled with in the past. I've always kind of thought that when you have an idea, if you don't act on it straight away, that idea is going to float away. And I do agree with this to a certain extent. I think it is really important to take action on your goals when you have the idea, but make sure you're doing a manageable amount at once. Don't take on more than you can chew because otherwise you're not going to be doing anything to the best of your ability and none of those goals are going to be finished. Write that idea down and you can work on it once you've ticked off the other thing. And let me just say as well, I think shiny object syndrome is really, really common in the creative space and like the entrepreneurial space of people who have a lot of ideas, I think are really guilty of this including myself, because we are so tempted to do all of these different things and it can get quite confusing. And I felt like this within my own brands and businesses and stuff that I've started because I've been like, oh, I want to do homewares. I want to do self-development. I want to do this. And I found it really hard to focus on just doing one thing. And inevitably that's made it a lot more difficult for me to grow the business. It's easier for me to just hone in on one thing and focus on one thing at a time instead of trying to do it all at once. And I guess this leads me on to my next tip, which is use task management and organize your tasks and projects into a system that helps you prioritize and track your progress. I've talked about systems many times in other podcast episodes, but they are literally the key thing for helping you achieve your goal. If you don't have a system for a goal, 
it's going to be a lot harder to achieve it because you don't necessarily have the action plan and the foundations for achieving that. If you know the exact time and place you need to be to achieve that goal and how you're going to do it, it's going to be so much more likely to happen. And also another point is to be really specific with your goals because I think the more specific you are with what you want, the less likely you are to be tempted by external factors and things going on around you because you know exactly what you want. Tip number four, I kind of said this before, but learning to say no and prioritize setting boundaries and saying no to distractions or requests that don't align with your goals and values. So that's pretty self-explanatory, but If you know exactly what you want, you need to learn to be able to say no if those things don't align with you because it just means that you're going to be putting too much time and attention to things that don't serve you. And it doesn't mean that that's like no forever. It's just not now. You don't want that thing right now. Step number five is to cultivate mindfulness. I think doing like a regular mindfulness practice, whether it be meditation or yoga, that helps you stay aware of the present moment and aware of your thoughts and feelings can really help. And that way you're just with yourself. You're with your own mind and you have no external influences and you can truly just be with yourself and think about what you need and what you want. And it's undistracted time. So if you can create a mindfulness practice, this can help you get a lot clearer on your thoughts and your vision. So with all that being said, I wanted to share some tips and tools that you can use to help you remain focused. So the first one is to use the Pomodoro technique. I've heard about this so many times from Rob Dial and he has the podcast, The Mindset Mentor. And he says that it's really great to break down your tasks into 25 minute intervals and then have short breaks in between. And that way you can focus a lot more. And he also says that it's really good to not go on like social media in between these 25 minute intervals and to get outside or just do something else for your break. And that way you stay a lot more focused and productive. So yeah, that could really help you. I've tried this before with doing more like admin tasks, but it might be something that I can implement into my day a little bit more because I feel like if I don't take intentional breaks, I'll just easily like pick up my phone and start scrolling without even thinking. And then that'll be like my break, but maybe it's not the most productive thing to do. Another tip is to limit your options. So limit your exposure to shiny objects by like unsubscribing from unnecessary emails, turning off social media notifications and minimizing the number of tabs and apps you have open at once. This can really help when you're working on a specific goal because it just allows you to be a lot more focused on the task at hand without having like other things influencing you and distracting you. Step number four is to schedule shiny object time and just allow a specific time each week or month to explore new ideas and opportunities so you can satisfy your curiosity without getting sidetracked from your main goals. And I think it's natural like for us to have ideas and stuff all the time. And like I said earlier, write them down and maybe have one time a month where you sit down and assess these goals. Think about what you want to do with them and if these are things you actually want to take action on right now and how you feel about them and if there's something that you seriously want to do then make a plan for them but the thing that you don't want to do is have that idea distract you from what you're currently working on and just stop you from doing it because sometimes ideas pop up as 
a procrastinating technique and as a distraction. So you don't want that to be the case. You want to make sure that you can get your current goal done and then you can move on to that next one later. Like I was saying just before, my next tip is to create an idea vault. So write everything down in a notebook, an app or a file, just where you can pop down your ideas and inspirations that come to you. But resist the urge to act on them immediately like I was saying before, because, you know, it could be a distraction, but later on when you have the time, review them and that way you'll have more perspective and it's not going to be such a rushed and impulsive idea and you'll just have a lot more clarity when it comes to that thing. And then tip number five is just to practice self-compassion and just be kind to yourself when you slip up because it's so normal for us to all have shiny object syndrome and it's a real common challenge people face and especially with social media these days and I had never even heard of this until literally like last week and it just makes so much sense and it makes sense why we all feel so overwhelmed these days because we are surrounded by hustle culture and made to feel like we should be doing all of these things. And it can be really distracting from the things that matter the most and it can just confuse us. So I think by doing this episode, I just wanted to remind you guys to bring it back to basics, focus on what you need to do and don't overcomplicate things too much. And remember that there's time for everything. Not everything needs to be done at once. And all of your goals can happen. You just need to prioritize them and do them one by one. Create systems to make sure that you're not overwhelming yourself. And I think the key thing here is just having awareness around it. And when you have an idea or you're influenced to purchase something or jump on a new trend, stop and think about if this thing is something you actually really want or if it's just shiny object syndrome. Just focus on one thing at a time. I still think it is really good to try things. Like, don't get me wrong. I think trying things is the best way to learn what you like, but do things like one at a time. Don't overwhelm yourself and give yourself the time to properly focus on stuff and give things a proper go without being tempted to do something else before you've even like properly started that one thing. So I really hope you guys enjoyed listening to this episode and this perspective inspired you. If you did enjoy it, please do let me know your thoughts by leaving a review. I really love hearing from you guys. And if you could leave a five-star review, that helps out the podcast so much because it lets Apple Podcasts and Spotify know that you enjoyed it and pushes it out to more people. It does so much more than you realize. And I would appreciate that a lot. And another way that you guys can support the pod is by taking a screenshot and sharing on your stories. If you tag me, I can repost. And I'm just so grateful for all of you guys for listening to this episode. I hope you all have an amazing week and I'll speak to you in my next one. Bye.